This is your host, Tara, and I want to say thank you so much for listening to the Choosy Money Podcast, which can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iTunes. Follow me on Instagram at Choosy Money or send me an email at choosymoneypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Leave me a like, subscribe, a review, or comment. Thank you so much. Remember, be choosy with your money. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Choosy Money Podcast. This is your host, Tara. I'm back again for another episode. I hope you guys have had a great week, that you have been choosy with your money decisions, and that you're doing well out there. Um, I hope that everybody has taken the time to, you know, make some good decisions this week. The holidays are coming up. Isn't that crazy? And what are you guys going to do? You know, you're going to be choosy with your money. Do you need things? Do you not need things? Are we going all out? You guys are standing in line at the, the malls or the stores. I haven't done that in years, man. It's crazy, right? I really, I really don't need anything, but <clears throat> I'm probably going to do a little bit of shopping myself, especially for Christmas gifts, even if I don't buy anything for myself specifically. So get your wheels turning, make some choices, make a budget, make a plan, you know, just do what you can, but be choosy about it, right? So today I want to talk to you about 401k limit increases, right? The IRS came out about two weeks ago with the new um, amount that people can contribute to their 401k plans and it has increased. It's up a thousand dollars. So last year or this year, we're still in 2021, but we were able to contribute a total of 19,500 19, and it's now been increased to 20,500. So you, we can put a little bit more money away. And this is for 401ks, 403bs, which are usually like teachers, professors, that type of thing, and 457 plans, which is for uh, state and local government employees, and also for federal government savings plans, which is your TSP, the Thrift Savings Plan. So if you are part of any one of those plans, you're now able to contribute $20,500. If you want to contribute to an IRA, The IRS uh, left it the same amount at $6,000. So what are we going to do? I don't know. I haven't thought yet. I've actually never maxed out a 401k. Um, That has been on my bucket list, I guess, per se. I would like to try to max it out this year. So I'm thinking I'm going to try to shoot for the $20,500. do not mark my words. I'm going to give it my best shot, right? So... That's pretty much all I can say about that. (laughs) But I did, you know, I was very interested to find out how 401ks came about, right? Like, how, you know, a lot of jobs used to have pensions. Like, my parents worked at a a place that gave out pensions. And I know a lot of you people, I know a lot of people out there listening may or may not have pensions. A lot of companies have done away with that. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. I think if you dedicate your life of service, your, you know, to one specific place, then I think they should, you know, have a plan that will 
you are able to receive something when you retire on a consistent basis, right? I mean, I guess 401k is the same thing. They want you to take more ownership of your retirement. You know, a lot of companies do match with the 401k. Some match up to a certain percentage or up to a certain dollar amount or some match dollar for dollar. But the concept of pensions, quote unquote, that whole concept is pretty much a figment of our imaginations, right? A thing of the past. Um, If you are a federal employee, you do, they do still have a form of a pension plan. Um, So that's definitely something that if you want a pension or you, you feel like, you know, you would feel more comfortable with having a pension, that is one um, entity that does still provide them. I think a lot of state and um, local governments still provide some sort of um, pension outside of like 401k or 403b, 457. Don't mark my words, but I do believe a lot of them do have a separate pension that they still have in place. So how did the 401k come about, right? So of course, you know, I like history. So I looked it up because I didn't know. So in 1978, it looks like Congress had passed the Revenue Act, right? And in that provision, um, they had a provision called Section 401k. (laughs) So that's pretty much where it got its name from. It's a section that was in that act, which gave employees a tax-free way to defer compensation, which it started out you are only able to defer the compensation from bonuses and stock options. Um, And then this law went into effect on January the 1st, 1980, right? So it was passed in 1978 and then it went into effect in 1980. So then in 1981, the IRS issued rules that allowed employees to now contribute through salary deductions, which jump-started the widespread rollout of companies um, using the 401k option, right? And why? Because it was cheaper. It was cheaper to fund a 401k because honestly, it put the onus on the actual employee, right? You want to retire? We now have this thing called a 401k. You need to contribute to it. We will take it out of your paycheck and we will maybe match you 1%, 5%, whatever it is that they decide to do versus a pension, Whereas it was way more costly to fund a full pension for someone in retirement versus just, you know, think about it. If you, if your company matches, let's say 3% and you don't even put in 3%, then you are one person that they don't have to put money towards, towards your retirement, right? So imagine if, you know, 300 people don't contribute to their 401ks. Well, that's how much ever that person might have been contributing and they may have been matching that's still in their pocket. So, I mean, from a business standpoint, it definitely worked out for businesses to adopt the 401k versus funding a full pension for an employee, right? After 1981, it pretty much took off after that, right? And think about it, that really wasn't too long ago. That was, you know, 30 plus years, give or take, but it's like... Man, like, you know, it, I, I don't know. I just feel like it took away from loyalty, essentially, right? I think a lot of people stayed at jobs maybe because of pensions, maybe because they know, hey, if I give myself 30 years with this company, they're going to pay me out through a pension when I retire. I think that may be a factor that would lead to someone being loyal, 
maybe, you know, I, I think millennials have a different take on the workforce, but for my parents' generation and my grandparents' generation, I definitely think that that played a major part in people staying at jobs a lot longer than they do. So let's talk about how it works. So if your employer offers a 401k and you happen to meet the requirements, then you can enroll pretty much and then you start making contributions. There are two different types of 401ks. So this is just a general overview, quick little overview of 401ks. Um, there's a traditional and there's a Roth 401k, right? With traditional, um, contributions are made before taxes. And as the years go by with your money growing, right, it grows tax deferred. So not tax free. You haven't paid taxes on this money. Before you pay taxes out of your check, they take the money. Okay, I want to contribute $200 to my 401k in a traditional uh, in a traditional fund or traditional 401k, right? And I want to contribute $200. I contribute that money before they take taxes out of my check. 20 years goes by, that money grows tax deferred. In the meantime, that's helping you lower your taxable income over the years, right? So that's the benefit of now that you have with a traditional versus later down the road, when you go to withdraw in retirement, that money is then taxed and it's taxed as ordinary income. So positives and negatives to that, I think you kind of have to figure out what's best for you. If you choose to go the Roth um, 401k route, those contributions are actually made after you pay taxes, right? So you get paid, you pay your taxes, you, out of, you know, you pay your payroll taxes out of your check, out of your gross income, and then they take how much ever you're contributing to your 401k, $200, let's just say $200. That $200 over the course of years grows tax-free because you've already paid taxes on it. And then when you, when you go to withdraw the money, you don't have to pay taxes again on it. So you have to choose which one is best for you, you know, whether that's um, you want the upfront. And of course, with both of these, you do have, you know, their eligibility requirements and restrictions and limitations. So definitely look into those. And a lot of employees don't actually offer Roth 401ks. Some are just straight traditional. You don't have that option. So, you know, get with your HR department, figure out, you know, what is available to you as far as savings goes and retirement goes when it comes to, do you have a 401k or do you not and what types you have? And then, you know, <clears throat> figure out how you're going to make your contributions. Will you do the max? Are you going to do the 2000 are you going to do the 20,500 this year? Will you do a percentage? Will does your employer match, you know? Are you going to do up to at least the match of what your employer says? Okay, you put in $200, I'll put in $200. Or you put in, you know, I'll match up to 5% of how much ever you put in. So, those are all questions that you have to think about. You have to decide. You got to figure out what works best for you, right? Once you decide, then you figure out, okay, how much am I going to put in? Am I going to do it that as a dollar amount or a percentage? And then have it deducted from your paycheck. Then you have to choose your fund. So either you're going to do mutual funds. Sometimes they have target date funds or lifestyle funds is what I've seen some of them called at places I've worked at. So that's pretty much like you can choose a lifestyle fund, meaning, okay, I'm going to retire in 30 or 40 years. So I'm going to do a fund that's targeted for that. And over the course of years, it will change your allocations, you know, from uh, 
risky essentially to less risk, right? As the older you get, the closer you get to retirement rather. So definitely look into what you're investing in. Choose your investments, you know, figure out what's best for you. Whatever it is that you decide to do, make sure that you look at it and see what you're investing in. What type of companies it may be. Um, If you have any specific things you want to invest in, definitely look into that to see if it's available um, through whoever your, whatever your employee, employer is offering. And then essentially the last step is to grow it, right? Grow it any way that you can. Increase your contributions periodically. When you may get a raise, well, take that raise and just put it towards your 401k, Uh, you know, or every year or once you know, every six months, look at your investments. If you want to adjust and move them around, you want to add up a hundred dollars more or 1% more, 2% more, definitely continue to keep an eye on your 401k, right? Sometimes we get in the mode of, we sign up for something and we forget about it. We never look at it. And, and I'm, you know, I can, uh, attest that I do the same thing, right? I look at my quarterly statements that's pretty much it. Like, you know, unless I have been paying attention to something and I definitely want to change something, that's when I kind of focus in more on my 401k and my accounts and that type of thing, what I'm invested in. But for the most part, I'm a very passive investor. Like I don't really want to do too much. I'm not really, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to move stuff around every, you know, I know people who do that every month, every couple months, they're changing funds and decreasing and increasing and that type of thing. So maybe I can do better with that. I'll try to, you know, uh, challenge myself to be a little bit more, um, present with my 401k, right? You know, I have, and, and if you have a 401k, I have a 401k with my old employer, um, that I had with my old employer. And you do have the option of rolling that over. If you do, if you move to a new company that has a 401k, you can roll it over into, um, your new account. I haven't done that. I kind of left it as it is. I'm not able to contribute to it anymore, but I do, you know, I do keep up with my information so that I do have it and I'll know how much it is and what's going on with it. And there are other options, you know, you get you a financial advisor. If you, if you want somebody to actively manage, they do offer that, you know, it's for a fee, but you can have your portfolios actively managed if you want someone who you, you know, would feel more comfortable that does it every day to kind of make sure that you have your stuff in the right place or, you know, target it out that, that it'll get you to your goals of where you want to be. But either way, I say if you have a 401k, the option to invest in a 401k at your job, I think you should take advantage of it. Um, I think it's a great uh, benefit to have for sure. Um, and if you can max it out, I say go for it. You know, I'm that's going to be one of my goals um, for 2022 to attempt to get close to maxing out my, my 401k. Um, and like I said earlier, the, the new limit that the IRS um, announced is $20,000, $20,500. Um, so be choosy. Think about what we're going to do. Let's start thinking about what we're going to do what goals we have out there, how we're going to, you know, reach those goals in retirement and just what, what steps do we have to take to get there? I think this is one of the, this is one of those foundation steps, right? Setting up our retirement accounts, contributing to our retirement accounts. 
Um, being aware of what we have, how much we have, if it's growing, if we may need to adjust, if we may need to tweak some things. I think that's definitely something that we need to focus on. So keep an eye on those. If you don't have one, look it up. Ask your employer. If you don't know where to start, call HR. That's a good place to start. Place to start. Call your payroll. See if they can help you out. Someone can point you in the right direction at your job to see if you have a 401k, if that's part of your benefits package. And I think you should take advantage of it. Even if you only take up to the match that your company gives you. If they're willing to match how much ever money, at least do the match, right? That's something that you will have years from now. And compound interest is all of our friends. So we should take advantage of it. So... I hope everybody's had a great week. Like I said, be safe out there because it's getting cold and dark early and, you know, be choosy with that money, right? Don't let us having to stay in the house. Don't let that online shopping get to you or, you know, make good decisions. Let's make good decisions this holiday season, not spend all of our money on retail. (laughs) And uh, as always, be safe, be you, and always... Be choosy with your money.